0: praise God let's begin from Acts chapter 3 verse 19 i have an assignment to talk to you on the effects of his presence the effects of his presence Acts the 3 verse nineteen. it says repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times notice when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord I have reiterated again and again that there are two words for time in the Greek. One is chronos, from which you get the word chronology. It refers to time as it refers to months, years, days. But there is another word for time. And that word is called Kairos, spelled K A I R O S. It refers to a set time, an appointed time, characterized by a particular dealing of God. Are we together? For instance, where the Bible says the time of your visitation. It's referring to a set time in God's calendar when God visits. God visits his people from time to time. is with us, but there are times that he visits us. For instance, let's look at the book of Luke chapter 1. Verse 68. Luke 1:68. It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. So, when we talk about God visiting his people, one of the instances is when Jesus dwelt amongst us. And the Bible called him Emmanuel, God with us. That was God visiting men. Are we together? Alright. Look at verse 78. It says, Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. So God schedules visits. There is what we call the omnipresence of God God is everywhere but the manifest presence of God is not everywhere are we together for instance there are times to feel the presence of God really really strong that is the manifest presence of God look very quickly in Ruth chapter 1 Ruth the book of Ruth. Where is my Ruth? Okay, I found the Ruth. Hallelujah. I found Ruth. Chapter 1, I'm reading verse 6. Ruth 1, verse 6. If you're there, say amen. Look at this. It says, Then she arose with her daughters in law. That she might return from the country of moab for she had heard in the country of moab how that the lord had visited his people in giving them bread that means a day of visitation is also a time of provision when god visits his people He visits them to increase them hallelujah i said hallelujah are y'all there Jeremiah chapter 27 Jeremiah 27 I wanna read verse 22 Jeremiah 27 verse 22 It says they shall be carried to babylon and there they shall be unto the day that i visit them saith the lord and i will bring them up and restore them to this place in other words a time of visitation is a time of restoration i thought i get an amen so god visits us to restore unto us what we lost can i get an amen jeremiah 29 I want to read from verse 10. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. In other words, not only is it a time of restoration, it's a time of divine performance. So when God visits you, He visits you to fulfill His word. Can i get an amen Amen. are you out there all right remember there was a man called abraham whose name was changed to abraham and he had waited for a child for 20 some years 24 years when he was 99 god came to him and told him to be sincere but in genesis chapter 18 god visited abraham and asked him about his wife. He said, "Where is Sarah thy wife?" He said, "She's in the tent." And God said, "I will return unto you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son." Now this is the omnipresent God saying, "I will return." Say, so God visits His people. Say so again, say God visits His people. Peter said, "Repent ye therefore, and be converted." That your sins will be blotted out. Then it says, When the times, notice, when is a word that deals with time. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Now, the word refreshing refers to a, a breathing in again or a revival. So, when we talk of a times of visitation, it's a time of revival. In other words, whatever was dead takes on life. Whatever is dead in your life is coming alive again. Your prayer life is coming alive again. Are you all there? Genesis chapter 21. Genesis 21. I like this one. Genesis 21. And I'm reading verse 1 and the lord visited sarah as he has said and the lord did unto sarah as he has spoken in other words in this month expect god to do what he promised are you out there he may have spoken to you many things that he was gonna do this is the time of divine visitation are you all there it says and the Lord visited Sarah as he has said and the Lord did Sarah as he has spoken I don't know who Sarah is here for Sarah conceived a time of visitation is a time of conception for every one of you seeking the fruit of the womb by faith in the realm God has given to us by the end of this month you would have conceived in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ it's a time of Conception. The Bible says, "For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time. Say set time. sit it again. Say set time. set time. Now, there's a word for time in the. There are two words for time in the Hebrew. One is et, e t. The other one is mohed, moed, m o e d. Moed refers to an appointed time or a feast. You know, when God told Israel, he said they should come to Jerusalem three times a year during those feasts. And he said, none should appear before me empty. In other words, during those times of the feast, they were coming to the Lord. It was a time of divine visitation. It was a divine appointment. So if God tells us that we are in a time of divine visitation, that means we have appointments with God throughout this month in the name of Jesus. Are you out there? It says at the same time which God has spoken unto him. I don't know who this is for, but by the end of this year, you'll be laughing with your own baby. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. First Samuel chapter two. First Samuel. Chapter two. I'm reading verse twenty one. If you there, say amen. It says, and the Lord visited Hannah, so that what? So that what? So that what? Somebody is conceiving this month. I said somebody is conceiving this month. You see, when God visits us, he puts things in place whatever is out of order falls into place. Why? Because he's a restorer. So if the issue is with your womb, I speak to that womb, be restored to the way you were created to be in the name of Jesus Christ. If it has to do with male infertility, I speak in the name of Jesus, come alive again in Jesus' name. God is a restorer. The Bible says, and the Lord visited Am Anna so that she conceived and bear three sons, and what Ah, uh-huh. that means <laughs> those of you who are looking for children now will have to tell you to have self-control. Oh, you didn't get that. Those of you who were looking for children will have to beg you to have self-control. Yeah. I didn't get a believing amen. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, Anna had so much children. <laughs> she had three sons and two daughters. If it's for you, say amen. amen. Really? So you want to have so much? Wow, alright. Job Job chapter 10. And I want to read verse 12. I'm laying a foundation so that when I take off you be able to catch up with me. Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. Job ten verse twelve. It says, "Thou hast granted me life and favor." Say life and favor. Life and favor. So you can say life and, life and favor. Now, when you study your Bible in John chapter twenty, when Jesus was appearing to the apostles, he had. A seven-day schedule with them in other words every Sunday it appeared in the midst of them and there is one word he always says peace in other words shalom now the word shalom means nothing missing nothing broken now I speak to you in this season of visitation shalom to your marriage yeah. shalom to your children yeah. shalom to your body shalom to your business shalom to your job in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ can I get a believing amen he said thou has granted me life and favor say favor, favor. say it again say favor. favor now watch this and thy visitation has preserved my spirit watch this every time you meet up with divine appointments something happens to your spirit it says thou hast granted me life and favor and thy visitation has preserved my spirit now a lot of people don't know why we worship when we worship the manifest presence of God comes upon us but it does something to our spirit it says thou hast granted me life and favor it says and thy visitation has preserved watch this my spirit It means to protect. It means to guard. So when you spend time with God, you are are guarding yourself. You are preserving yourself. And that's why some people cannot discern the voice of God. They cannot know the voice of God. Why? Because those individuals don't spend time with God. When you spend time with God, you become acquainted with him. Go to Genesis chapter 3. We're talking about the effects of his presence. One, you see, it actually preserves your spirit. Genesis 3 verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. That means the voice of God is a person. The Bible says they heard the voice of God walking. Who is the voice of God? It says they heard the voice of God walking in the garden. Oh great, Jesus is the voice of God. But there is more. Jesus said, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. And Jesus was the one talking. Jesus was talking, and he said, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. So who is the voice of God? Mm. Listen. Jesus is talking, and he said, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. And Jesus was talking. So who is the voice of God? You use scripture to interpret scripture. the bible is a commentary of itself the bible says no scripture is of any private interpretation in other words i cannot just read one place and make meaning of it no 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 i've got to let the scripture interpret scripture jesus said the father what that the father has is mine then he said watch this all that i have I will, is yours but since the holy spirit will show them to you So if Jesus wants to talk to you, he talks to you through the person of the Holy Spirit. So who is the voice of God? Thank you. But if you just look at it on the surface, you say, it is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. But pastor, I thought you said, it's the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. The Bible speaks of the Spirit of Christ. Okay. Okay. I know a lot of you are looking at me as though I'm the only one that reads the Bible. Go to First Peter chapter one. It says the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. First Peter chapter one. I want to read verse ten. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently provide sign of the grace that should come unto you searching what or what manner of time the spirit of what the spirit of what okay notice that which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of what uh, the spirit of what testified of the sufferings of what so you see that the the, the spirit of God and Jesus are one hallelujah look at this it says when he testified of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that I should follow unto whom it was revealed and not unto themselves but unto us they did miss other things then I reported unto you by them that I preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven with things the angels desire to look into it speaks of the Spirit of Christ Then he speaks about the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. Romans 8. Romans 8. I want to read verse 9. Sorry, I want to read verse... Yeah, verse 9. It says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is what? I, are you understanding this now? So, when we talk about God being eternally manifest as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, it's not to confuse you, but to clarify what is in Scripture. Go back to Genesis three. We are looking at the effects of His presence, the effects. Genesis three. I'm looking at verse eight. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the what? Among the trees of the garden. Now, when you read Psalm one thirty nine, the psalmist speaks about. Let's go there. We'll come back here. Let scripture interpret scripture. Psalm one thirty nine. I'll read one verse to you verse 7 Psalm 139 verse 7 it says whither shall I go from thy spirit or whither shall I flee from thy presence so now it says his spirit and his presence are what it says whither shall I go from thy spirit It says, Whither shall I go from my presence? It lets us know that the Spirit of God is the one that brings to us the presence of God. Are we together? Okay. The Bible says the voice of God was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the what? From the presence of the Lord. The word voice is the Hebrew word call or call, q-o-l, it refers to, to make noise, to call aloud, and when you look at Acts 13 verse 2 and 3, the Holy Spirit in verse 3 says, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work which I have called them, who called them, who called them, the Holy Spirit, he's the one who calls. In the Bible says the voice of God, the calling of God, the one that calls aloud, was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. What is that? Every time I withdraw from the voice of God, His manifest presence is withdrawn. Now, His omnipresence never leaves you, but the manifest presence. Might not always be manifested. Why? Because when God spoke, you didn't heed. Let me give you an instance. Let's say, let me use Jesus. Jesus says, The words which I speak are not mine, but my Father's. Then he says, The the Father that dwells within me, he doeth the works. He linked the words and the works. Because when the Father speaks to Jesus, Jesus does what the Father said to do. And what happens? Works are done. So if you want to see the effect of the presence of God in your life, you must learn to hear His voice. Because every time God speaks, either through His word, or you heard Him in your heart, and you move in that direction, you release His presence. Are you following me? I said, are you following me? Okay, watch this. We are looking at the effects of his presence. What what happens when the presence of God is with you? I want to let you know something. Based on Hebrews chapter 13, go there. The effects of his presence. There is a manifest presence. Then there is the abiding presence. Let me talk to you about the abiding presence now. What can it do for you? Hebrews 13 verse 5. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness. In other words, don't try to get what other people have. Then it says, be content with such things as you have. Look at the next verse. Then it says, for he has said, I will never leave you. Know what? I will never leave you. Know what? This is called the abiding presence of God. The abiding presence of God. It's important we know the difference between the two, but this abiding presence of God is as important as the manifest presence of God. He says, I will never leave you without support. In other words, God is your sponsor. Are you out there? He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will not leave you without help, he says. In other words, even if you are alone, you are not alone are you out there watch this it says i will never leave them forsake thee so that we may boldly say what can we say the lord is my helper one of the effects of the abiding presence of god is to help you become conscious of god's presence that is always with you jesus said that the comfort i have send you will abide with you forever forever say forever how long is forever i said how long is forever forever he says the lord is my helper the word comforter means helper so god says there is permanent help available to you in the person of the holy spirit i thought i'd get an amen watch this it says so that we may boldly say when you become conscious of god's abiding presence you become bold so that we may boldly say one thing i know is that god is always with me i know it i can never experience plane crash i can never experience um boot capsizing i can never I've been on the waters where there was a heavy storm and we're the only boat on the water. But God was with me. Say, God is with me. Now, it says, The Lord is my helper. I shall not be afraid of what man shall do unto me. In other words, the man who is conscious of divine help cannot be disadvantaged. Oh boy, I turn out again, an Amen. He said, the Lord is my helper. I shall, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Think about it. We're in on divine visitation and God is bringing us a word saying, listen to me, no matter how many people come against you, they can't do nothing against you. Can I get an amen? amen. They can't do nothing against you. And remember, a pastor was speaking against another pastor because he was teaching on prosperity. And his members started going to the other church. He had 400 members. The more he spoke against prosperity, the more the other church grew. And by the end of the year, he had 40 members. 360 members had joined the other church. What am I saying? No matter what people are doing against you this year, it will lead to your increase. Are you following me? We are looking at the effects of his presence. Genesis 39. Genesis 39. We have looked at many things the manifest presence we are looking at the abiding presence this one you don't you don't feel it you just believe it genesis 39 verse 1 and joseph was brought down to egypt and Potiphar, an officer of pharaoh captain of the guard, an egyptian brought him of the hands of the ishmaelites which had brought him down cedar now joseph was brought as a slave and slaves for the most part were sold naked so Joseph came to Egypt probably naked because they will strip you when they want to prize you so they can know whether you can produce good seed that's why if you study the slave trade they kept the strong men somewhere the weak men somewhere else and they made sure the stronger men went into the women so they could have strong boys who could work as slaves on their farms. Now, Joseph has come to Egypt. Now, probably he had been stripped. They have to check whether he has STD. So now, Joseph had nothing. But look at verse 2. Genesis 39 verse 2. Let's read together. 1, 2, read. Now, watch this. That means being under someone doesn't stop you from prospering. I dare say some of you who are serving under others, by the end of the year, you have your own car. The Bible says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was what? And he was what? Notice it didn't say he became. It says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was. It didn't say he became. Are you following me? That means God being with you is enough for perpetual prosperity. Yeah. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was. Say he was. Say it again. Say he was. Now Joseph is dead and gone, but there's someone God is with. Matthew 28 verse 20. It says, I am with you how long? I am with you how long? So you are always prosperous. Are you following me? To be prosperous is to have a favorable outcome. It means more than money. So even if bad things happen, it will work for your good. Are you following me? Say, I am prosperous. Because the Lord is with me. Say it again, say, I am prosperous. Because the Lord is with me. Say it loud and clear. I am prosperous. Let me hear you scream. This is what you need to know. Prosperity is more than money. It's an ability. It's a connection. The Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. He don't need a crowd to make it. You need God oh I didn't get an amen you don't need a crowd to make it you need God there's someone here you are in need of sponsors for your academics I say this to you you will testify in this church you are going to school you will live well. You will eat well. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, God is with me. God is, with God is always with me. Always with now, notice it says that I will never leave you. Now, what? It didn't say I will forsake you when you do bad. So, when you even do wrong, He's still with you. Are you following me now a lot of people don't know about the abiding presence of God the abiding presence of God watch this it says it says in verse 3 and his master saw says master saw we're looking at the effects of his presence and his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord made all that he did to prosper where now what the lord made all that he did to prosper there are people who are living right but they are broke am i right they are perfect but they are barren zachariah so don't think it's your human perfection that makes it work are you following me i live right i believe in living rights am married as a virgin Praise God. But the issue is God with you. Say God is with me. Say so again. Say God is with me. Notice until the man changed his thinking. He couldn't have a child. He must realize that God's goodness is greater than your human perfection. Are you following me? Let me give you an instance in scripture. There was a man called Peter. And Jesus had called him out of fishing. And Jesus had died. And this Jesus that has died rose again. But he didn't know Jesus had risen. And because he didn't know Jesus had risen, he told the other disciples, Let's go and fishing. So they went and fishing. So Peter was already in disobedience. Am I right? I said, Am I right? Because he told him, Say, Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Am I right? Now watch this. The goodness of God leads to repentance. Now, when the way Toiling all night. The pastor, they toiled all night. And a visitation took place. Whenever a visitation, a visitation takes place, your lot is changed. So Jesus said, children, have you any meat? And he said, they've got nothing. He said, cast to the right side. Now, why did Jesus help them catch while they were in the wrong place? To, to convince them that his word works. Are you you following me? Because when Peter knows that when he speaks, I get results. So no matter what I do, because I'm following the speaking one, I will always get results. Are you following me? You see, you need to understand how God works. The voice came. Say, the voice came. And the voice is coming to you today. Cast it on the right side and you will catch much in the name of Jesus. Are you following me? I heard a story of an armed robber and the brother was listening to a message with earpiece in his ears and when the armed robbers attacked the the vehicles and they were robbing the guy was sleeping and they woke him up that armed robbers are are robbing and the message started playing out from maybe the, the CD player whatever he was having on his phone or whatever and he was playing out loud and the armed robber said who is playing music? And the young man said, it's not music, it's a message. He said, who is preaching? And they said, Bishop, Bishop David Oedipo. He said, ah, 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 we cannot operate here. Watch, 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 watch the testimony. And the hand said, I'm going to collect this message from you. And collected the message and collected the number of the man, hand Collected the message and the number. And called him that he is now saved. Relax, relax, relax. And told him to send his bank account number that he wants to sow his seed into his life. You hear me? All the these men have set up for you against you this year will be for your testimony in the name of Jesus. The devil didn't know. The devil didn't know that when the word of God goes forth, Even thieves cannot operate. I dare say that from today. Your house is a no-go area for armed robbers in the name of Jesus. I dare say from today. Your car will never be stolen in the name of Jesus. I dare say from today. You are building your own house without sweat or struggle in the name of Jesus. Are you following me? That's the voice called, as I hear, I speak. Are you following me? Someone's eyes has just been healed. As I hear, I speak. Can I get an amen? Watch this. Watch this. It's, and his master saw. Say it's master saw. So that means there was an effect. He saw something. Now the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Is God with anybody here? Let me see. Is God with anybody here? That means from today, all that you do prosper in your hand in the name of Jesus. Poverty has ended in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will testify. Because you are making your biggest sales in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will testify. Your business is getting bigger and bigger in the name of Jesus. Yeah, your boss is going to tell you. Now, since I employed you my business is getting better and better so shall it be in the name of Jesus that's the effect of his abiding presence he must become conscious of it the abiding presence of God say God is with me say again say God is with me I am prosperous in this year I will not fail say again in this year I will not fail the Bible says and the Lord watch this was with Solomon and magnified him exceedingly you know words, God makes you big to others I say this to you God will magnify you to others in the name of Jesus don't try to make yourself big it is God that announces people are you following me I say this to you in the name of Jesus by the end of 2013 whatever you do last year in your business by the end of this year it shall be 1000 times greater in the name of Jesus say God is with me say again say God is with me say again say God is with me now when you are conscious of the abiding presence no matter where you are you end up heading the place are you following me Somebody here is rising to the top of his field in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following me? You are rising to command in your office in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 3 again. And his master saw. Say his master saw. That means there will be obvious manifestations of God in your life in this month. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Obvious. I remember churches have been saying that they couldn't get this place. They tried their best. They couldn't get it. And a man took a sister here. I think she's here even tonight. And told her that, uh, asked her, said, how did your pastor get that place? And um, she said, by faith. Mm He said, faith. Then she said, faith in God. The man was like, God? Come, there, there should be more. He couldn't understand it. God made me bigger to that man. It's God that makes you bigger. Become conscious of God working with you. Become conscious. Are you following me? Become conscious. On my wedding day, it rained heavily in Ajegule. It rained heavily. But by the time we're going for the wedding, the ground was as though it never rained. I want to tell somebody here today it may be stormy toward your wedding but every dime you need for that wedding you will have it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in spite of the rain the ground was dry nature responded I say this to you that from today the elements of the earth they favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ are you following me those are visible signs of God visible signs say visible signs signs. verse 4 and Joseph found grace in his sight that means the abiding presence gives me favor thou hast granted me what life and what and favor you have entered a season of unbroken favor in the name of the lord jesus christ why because god is with you become conscious tell yourself every day tell yourself every day god is become conscious of it see that's why i cannot sin because i know god is with me and know the holy ghost is always inside so if i fornicated i'll be fornicating with the holy ghost if I smoked I'll be smoking with the Holy Ghost if I stole I'll be stealing with the Holy Ghost so I can't do any of such because I'm conscious of his abiding presence his hands are in my hands so I can't steal with those hands he sees through my eyes and some things I can't see with his eyes become conscious of it it will change your behavior are you out there it will change your behavior watch this verse 4 and Joseph found And this is Joseph's year. That means you are finding favor in the sight of those in authority over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Favor that will make you the head and not the tail in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hear the word jobs. Take it now in the name of Jesus. I remember when the Lord gave us a word like that about jobs. Where's Brother Wilcox? Is he here? He has a good job now. If you if you if you're believing for a God for a job, say I receive I receive a job in Jesus' name. Now it says, and Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him. Don't be arrogant. And Joseph found favor in his sight, and he served him. Say he served him. Now, there's going to be so much favor in your life from tonight that, that so you, you have to be careful not to be arrogant. One of the of a ministry I respect in this state picked me up and he said, Pastor Wally, it's your time. Then he said, When Pastor Chris went to South Africa, it was his time and he began to buy properties. Then he said, It's your time. I understood the parable. We shall start buying properties. And as it goes with the church, where so it goes with you, you shall also buy properties. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you out there? Watch this. And he says, And he made him overseer over his house and all that he had he put into his hand and it came to pass from the time that the maiden was here in his house over all that he had that the lord blessed the egyptian's house for whose sake for whose sake hear me your husband may have been telling you that he is suffering because he married you from today he will realize he is blessed because of you in the name of jesus your wife may have been suffering because of you but from today she entered the season of prosperity because of you in the name of jesus why? Because God is with you. See, if I did not marry, I would have been rich. Who said so? Who said so? The Bible says he that finds a wife finds what? and obtains what? For every married man here, enter a favor seven times greater than you walked in before in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. obtains favor from the Lord. Marriage will make you better, not bitter. Are you following me? From today, God turns your your water into wine in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God turns your bitter marriage into a better marriage in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And those of you who are single, you've escaped bitter marriages in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following me? and the blessing was upon all that they had in the house and in the field notice what he had in the house and where everything you have is blessed your bank account is blessed in the name of the lord jesus christ in this year 2013 your bank account will have its highest account record in the name of the lord jesus christ are you following me Yeah, we are having our highest record in just three months. We. As it goes for the church, it goes for you. I say this as your honor is commission in the name of Jesus. By the end of this year, your account will be so loaded. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following me? I said, are you following me? and he left under the hand in his hands and knew not ought that or he had saved the bread which he didn't eat and joseph was a goodly person and well favored but we find out that Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with joseph and most young people would have done it say if i close to madame like this i'll get the wealth if you compromise to get what you have you will stop your progress Joseph would have ended in Potiphar's house But they pushed him to the prison They forgot that it's also P for palace Are you following me? I don't know who they pushed to prison In other words, into a difficult place They've kept you in a prison So that the king can find you Are you following me? see if he was in Potiphar's house it would have gone to a point but if I will honor him and say you can go back to your home he would have missed his place some bad things that the enemy does to us for evil God turns it for good and that's what will happen to you this year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ those of you who have no jobs you will have the best job of your dreams this year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ all for his glory all for his glory amen I said all for his glory Luke chapter 1 very quickly Luke chapter 1 the effects of his presence Luke chapter 1 I'm reading verse 28 verse 28 are you there it says and the angel came in unto her and said hail thou art highly what now are highly what and they said the lord is with thee so if the lord is with me it means what i am highly what Favourite. is god with you yes. you are highly favored in the name of the lord jesus christ yes. see i'm highly favored yes. now it didn't say you're favored he said what you are what highly favored now what is carried to it means endowed with special privileges What takes other people 10 years to get, you will get it in one year. You say, Pastor, that is daring. Hear me. God told them that they were supposed to enter the promised land in 40 days. It took them 40 years to get it, right? I didn't even say what took them 40 years. I said 10 years. It even too small. You can get what it would take 40 years to get in 40 days. No, God is that big. It doesn't take God long to do something big. Joseph was a prisoner yesterday first of March but second of March